0: Welcome in to the golf club, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. And what a pleasant surprise it is to welcome in ABC7 meteorologist Tracy Butler. Tracy, how are you?
1: I'm so good. And I like to consider myself, Randy, if you don't mind, ESPN 1000 meteorologist as well. Thank yes, you very absolutely. Much. <laughs> and
0: and good friend, Tracy Butler.
1: That's right. Yes, because
0: we've been friends now for a long time, Tracy. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: I mean, you were the first one who reached out to me to start coming on the air with Waddle right. and, and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie, yes, ago when they were in the morning. Absolutely,
0: and then it went to Carmen Yurko, then Cap, and now, and then now we're back to exactly. Carmen and Yurko. Yes. Uh, so, how are you, first of all? Everything good? I'm
1: good. I'm good, good. other good. than walking around with a fractured foot, as yes. I told you. But that, yeah, that's no, that's no good. I'm good.
0: And someone's coming oh my in, David gosh. Kaplan. This is a live. Cap, we're taping a podcast oh, right now. God.
1: Have a Roberto Clemente hoodie on. Yes. Are you taping right We're now? taping right now, Cap. <laughs> Guess what? Your podcast isn't as important. I get to see my friend for the first time in a year. I and a was going to come and see you. Yeah. I saw the dress go by and I'm like, <laughs> was that Tracy? <laughs> so go back to your podcast.
0: All right. Thanks, Cap. Weekend, but that was amazing.
1: I'm so happy to see you, I love Cap. You. Love you too. Oh, by my God.
0: By the way, Cap, Cap's a really good golfer.
1: I, I've never had the opportunity he, to play he, with him. He
0: crushes the ball.
1: Really? Yes, he
0: crushes the ball. Maybe not, he's not really good at putting, but he's he can crush the ball.
1: I've never heard him really talk much about oh, his yeah. play.
0: Yeah, no, he's really good. He's really good. Wow. I've played at him a couple of times. He can hit the ball.
1: Well, I know you can, too, my well, friend. Well,
0: not like that. Uh, so before we get we've played together, I think, like, what, three or four times at outings, right? At like
1: outings. Well, we did, what, two years ago in 2019. We played up at Stonewall Orchard, right? Right, right.
0: Which was think, so much fun. I think have we played together at Seven Bridges once, too, I, I believe, for— and we played at um, Twin 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 yes. Orchards.
1: I remember yes. that. Yes. So that
0: twice. was with yeah. We uh, I think it's three times we played together. I'm
1: trying to think of the other place. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe I thought that we played Seven Bridges once. But before we get to before we get to our our golf games. Yes. Uh, so one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is when this was I think like early two thousands maybe or late. Uh, I I used to get home. I used to work every Sunday, produce, and I would tape this show. It was you and Marchie and Greco. It was Chicago athletes, right? It was uh, Jim McMahon, yep. Kevin Butler, Tom Waddle. Um, they'd all get together. I don't know which course you guys played
1: at. Well, we, for the first, so we started this in the, oh gosh, 1990s. Um, and then it carried over into the early 2000s. Ran for about 10 years. And it was the Chrysler Plymouth, then Chrysler All-Star Shootout. Mm-hmm. And the format was, you get all these guys together. And somebody goes out on each hole, and then eventually it gets down to the top three on the final hole. So, again, Kemper Lakes was first. Then we spent a couple of years at Rich Harvest, uh, and both of those courses. Oh,
0: I played Kemper, and Kemper is awesome. Like I played oh. it one time, and it's it's wow! It's such a cool course. And I had an opportunity one time to play Rich Harvest, and I turned it down. Oh, and I regret it ever since. But yeah, those those it, it's a fun it's a fun event you guys did. And so how how long would it take to get through the whole shoot
1: So we would do we would shoot it all in one Day. Right,
0: because there's no way you can get all these guys out there more than one. Oh my gosh! Right. And that was the yeah. thing
1: coordinating schedules, right? You know, Stan Makita, Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. um, Carlton fist right? Jay Hilgenberg. Hilgenberg right. was out there many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Savard, Darren Pang. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can. The list goes on. Yeah, and it was on. it was
0: the who's who of Chicago athletes, it right? Was. Yeah. It, did, it did you say was. Ditka? Did he ever do it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. He's he on I thought he would love to do it.
1: Um, one of my favorite stories. If we have time, yeah, I'd no. love to share with you. Go, yeah. So Bo Jackson uh-huh. was there the one year. And Bo and Mark, G and Greco, both love their cars. And apparently they both kept their cars. Um, they would take them to be serviced at a certain garage. Okay. So Bo comes up to me and he taps me, he says, Watch this. I'm gonna mess with him. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying so hard to keep a straight face. Mm. Bo goes up to Mark and says, "Dude, did you hear about it this morning? What do you do you know where your car is?" Like, Gian Giancarlo's like, "What? My car? My car? Wait, it's in the it's in the shop." He's like, "I know. I know so's mine. So's mine. And you, did you hear about the explosion?"
0: And <laughs> Gian Giancarlo
1: is he throws himself out of the car, the golf cart. Uh-huh. is just like uh, like crazy. Uh-huh. Just Going like a madman, like, my car, my car. What, what What are the details, Bo? You know what? And then Bo walks away, just smacking his leg, cracking up. I'm dying. Like, I couldn't hold it back. He said, dude, I'm totally kidding. Oh, my god! Was
0: Gian Greco flipping out? He was
1: flipping, flipping out. out. It was so awesome. <laughs> it was so funny. So
0: Bo knew that they had the same love for cars. And Bo then, knows yeah, everything. Right, right. As we know. Yes, yes.
1: But I and I adore Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore him, and I've played in his charity outings. I didn't get to this year, I was afraid. But um, but you know, I've played in his outings for years, and he does so much philanthropic work, and he's just a great guy.
0: So so go back to the. To the thing, what was the official name of it? Do you remember? It was like, Chrysler
1: Plymouth All Star okay. Shootout. out, and, and then it became just the Chrysler. All-Star
0: okay, so Star so shootout. it would take like over like uh, how many hours would it take?
1: Oh, we would start early in the morning, and then what day the,
0: was this during the middle of the week? It was, it was during this? the middle of the okay. week,
1: and we'd start probably eight or nine in the morning and wrap up like four or five. Okay,
0: and uh, like and were you where were you and Mark set up because you guys are always like, did you did you do a post thing? We did post? Okay, we did
1: play by play in the studio, which was really fun. So we would tape some, you know, what you call stand up Right. But that day, and I thought this was really smart of our producers, Mark and I just followed along in a golf cart yeah. and watched golf. So right. we could really get a feel for what right. was happening. Right. So then what we would do was just sit and watch the show. Yeah. And we would do play by play every week, hole by hole.
0: It sounded like it that you guys were like doing it like post hey, you know, but but it sounded great. Like it was always good. And so you would go out there for the whole day. Right. And then you'd come back and then do the, the voiceover stuff for the. Correct. For each week. Okay.
1: We would just focus on one hole for the, you know, the show that was going to be coming up. And I learned so much from Mark. And, mm-hmm. you know, because at first, and I learned so much just by watching golf, you know. Right. Dan Hicks, Jim right. Nance, yes. watching these guys, Mike yes. Tirico. Yes. You can't talk all the time. No. And sometimes. Let her breathe. Think, Let her breathe. Oh, I got to be talking. I yeah. got to be saying something. Yeah. And especially when it comes to golf. No, you yeah. have to know when to be quiet.
0: I, I find that just like in normal conversations, like because I work in radio that I, I hate that air that like, I like if there's a moment of silence with my friends and I start to like, dude, it's okay. You don't have to talk every second. It's okay. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I got it. So let me ask you a question with all those athletes who were so competitive. Does anyone ever get like really pissed? Was anyone, was there any sort of? or anything they they all look when you're watching it they all look some somewhat okay with losing but like I can't imagine these guys are so competitive that when they got knocked out they weren't always happy
1: you know what I don't remember anybody having a hissy fit uh-huh. if you will right I think everybody was out there because they knew they were raising money for a charity right. that they chose right um, I think that it was really just a fun day of golf okay. and they took it seriously but they didn't right you know Walter Payton, Mark, I I just, I mean, the years that he played, Uh I I will never forget him picking me up and spinning me around and making me so dizzy, I fell to the ground. But to have that experience, to be able to meet these guys and see them in an element where they just were so, just out there to have a good time. Ron Santo and Mm -hmm. Mike Singletary, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Bill Wennington, who I had to stand on a chair to interview. Um, you know the all these guys, yeah, just really, really fun.
0: Um, okay, so you you mentioned you played in a bunch of charity outings, yeah, right, a mm-hmm. bunch, right. I mean, you you probably because I know like every year you probably get so many invitations to go out and play, and you probably can't play all of them. Who who if you can think of all the outings, which is a lot, have you? Who's the best player? Have you played with like a PGA professional, or is it always with just other media people, or is it?
1: There was a so I remember. When the um, Kellogg-Keebler Classic would come here for the women. Yes. I played with Lisa Lott Neumann. Okay. Her caddy, Mark Scott, I learned so much from both of them. Really? She was fantastic. Uh And just to watch somebody, a a female who had made it in golf, who made it on the LPGA tour, Mm -hmm. was so fun for me. Yeah. You know, because that wasn't something that I really got to observe. Um, being able to go over to go out to Rich Harvest and cover the Solheim Cup uh-huh. when that was
0: here—what
1: yep. an amazing! Experience.
0: I, I love those events. I love like Solheim Cup, Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup, this year. Pre- Presidents Cup. I love all those. those I are, do too. They're so cool. I mean, they're such great events.
1: Going to watch the Ryder Cup out at Medina when mm-hmm. it was here. Yes, wow. We, we did.
0: We did a. Sh- we did our show out there on that Friday, the first day, and Sylvie for some reason. Went to the wrong course. so oh, like, no. So we started at 9, and Waddle and I are in the media room <laughs> having breakfast, and I'm, like, saying to Waddle, it's like 8.30. I'm like, where's Sylvie? This is strange. You know, and all of a sudden we get a text saying, went to the wrong course in a cab with the same guy who went to the wrong course. Be there. And Sylvie loves to joke around. So oh Waddle and I are both, like, funny, and he's like, no, I'm serious. He got there, like I think, like 15 minutes late. But that was such a cool event. Uh, After I was done, Sylvie and I walked around for a little bit. um, And then it was the craziest thing. We're, like, on this part three, and there's a big social area, like, you know, like a a tent Mm -hmm. almost. And I looked to my right, and who's standing right there? Jordan.
1: Oh, my god! Yeah, he was out
0: there just – he was out there supporting the USA. And that was, of course, the biggest choke maybe of all time for the USA on Sunday. And then Rory almost didn't make his tea time, and he had to have a police escort to get there in time. So – yeah,
1: that was something. Yeah. And I just, you know, the environment when you get out there and you're just hearing all these people. USA right. You, and right. I, every time I watch Keegan Bradley play, I hear Keegan Bradley. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. By the way, he's he's really good friends with Michael Jordan.
1: Is that right? Yeah, he's Didn't very, very close
0: that. with Michael. Yes. Uh, I so, want to
1: mention another yeah. event I did play in, okay. and it was a, a senior event, uh-huh. and it was oh gosh, I can't remember the golf course. It was up in Glenview now. Um, it was not, for Vassar,
0: not the, the Glen Club.
1: No, it wasn't no? Glen Club. And okay. now, gosh, but I and I have a, a platter at home because we won the championship with Tom Pertzer who Tom was Perzer. incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun that day. Played with. Great, great guys.
0: It was a great day. It's it's amazing. You mentioned Tom Pertzer, who I don't know if, if he ever won on the tours, any of the tours, but like, there's these guys. That's why it's so impossible to win on the PGA Tour because there's so many good players. Yes. And like, I played, like, uh, when I worked at uh, Sporting News Radio, the pr- previous place to hear, we had this golf analyst named Mark Lai, who played in the tour like for 14 years. He was the, actually the creative consultant for Happy Gilmore. He's in the movie, actually, but he. He, they went to him because he knew the director, and they said, hey, does this make any Like, he was like, listen, you can do this, but now you're really making golf look stupid. He's like, you got to keep it somewhat serious. Wow. Yeah, so, but I played with him, and, like, the ball, this, it, comes, it sounds different coming off their club, okay? And, like, I remember there was a hole. He hit the ball, like, I think the 15 feet from the pin, and I said, nice shot, Mark. And he looked at me and goes, no. He goes, anything inside 10 feet is a nice shot. That's just that's okay and i'm like really (laughs) i would kill i would kill for that shot so but yeah these guys are just it's a different breed and like it's just it's just innate like how i mean you can only, i mean certain people can be that good but like to to hit the ball the way they hit it is just it's different you know with
1: the consistency right
0: you're right the
1: consistency like tom you know he may not hit it as far as you know, a lot of these guys, but the consistency, there it goes. He blips it right down the fairway. It's straight. It's in the middle. He, you know, takes the short club, gets it onto the, I mean, just the consistency these players have, which that's what eludes me.
0: Right. Well, me too. And each year I'm finding that I'm losing distance and losing uh, accuracy so, like, I, I still love playing, but it's getting so frustrating, you know. I will say when I played with – I played with Danny, his dad, and who was the – Oh, and his, his nephew is the best I've played all summer at Seven Bridges. At Seven Bridges. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was, so I was hitting I the ball the pretty album. well. I think I had, like, two really bad holes. But other than that, I was – I mean, like, I love Harry Zetterman. That's Danny's dad. Yes. But he's, he's, not, he's not so great. And Danny doesn't play. So <laughs> his nephew was good, but it was like, when you're using a lot of my shots, you know that – like, you know, I, and when you play scramble, it's, if you're, like, four or five under, it's bad, right? Like, you should be in. So we come in, and they're like, how'd you guys do? I'm like, 11 over. And they're like, yeah, really, how'd you do? I'm like, no, 11 oh, over. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, we used my ball at almost every single shot. I mean, I think we used four of Danny's. Uh, I don't think we used any of Harry's. And then we used oh, his no. nephews for a bunch of shots. But, yeah, it was it was a little rough.
1: I little love rough. scrambles, but they can be really nerve-wracking. Because yeah. a lot of times I end up being the only you're, female you're in right. the group. You're right. And so I'm always at the forward yes. tees because I will take every advantage I can. Yes. And they'll say, oh, well, we have her and she can, you know, get us right. in. And it's a little nerve wracking. What,
0: what's the best piece? I, when we've played, your short game is always pretty good, right? You have a club like, from 130 and I always remember that you hit pretty well, right? You know
1: what? I, I, I have a couple of hybrids that mm-hmm. I really like to use. I have a four and a five. Um, that I really like to use. I don't think my short my short game is terrible. My sand game is terrible. My putting has gotten a lot better. Uh-huh. And the problem with my driver is I just take it way too far back. Frank Mathy has always said that to me. Really, Frank, who is a really good golfer, right? She's like, you wrap that club Frank- around your body. Frank
0: Matthew's a really good golfer.
1: Frank Mathy, really good golfer. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he was.
0: Um. So so who is the best golfer at? At uh, ABC 7.
1: Well, you know, it, it was it will always be Jerry Taft. Well, right. All right. Yes. Always be. Yes. Jerry. And you know what, Mark? the times I played with Jerry, there's just no other like him. Uh-huh. You know, we we had um, a golf outing that uh, I created with some friends in memory of a, an ABC 7 photographer. This was out at Old Orchard um, in Homer Glen and i had asked jerry if he would kind of do a beat the hole sort of thing right. one year we had 144 golfers and he outdrove 142 of them wow i mean and and he was he he just he loved to golf as right. we all know right but he, and he was such a fabulous golfer and i was so nervous the first time i played with him and instantly he made me feel mm-hmm. like you know what, you belong here right, too. Right. It was all about fun for Jerry. G- G-
0: Gene Greco told a great story one time on the year that uh talking about what a good golfer he was, that they were playing in a pro am and Jerry was playing with a uh PGA profess- PGA tour player and that he crushed he was crushing his drives and a couple other players are like Who's that guy? Like, that right? And then someone's like, you know, a fan's like, he's the weatherman. So they thought that was his nickname. Yeah. The, we- the weatherman. Like he was on the tour and his nickname was the, the weatherman. weatherman. <laughs> yeah. No, like that he is the weatherman. ABC seven. He's the weatherman. So so do a lot of people play? Like um
1: Um Phil Schwartz and I have played together. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh Greg Dutra, our newest meteorologist, mm-hmm. he plays trying to think. You know, we have a lot of guys. Larry Snyder, who's our sports Yes, I, I've
0: seen Larry at Deerfield. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: So, Larry plays. I
0: think his dad used to be a starter there or something like that. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um. My gosh, I'm trying to... to th- oh, Ravi. Ravi and I have played. And in fact, Ravi, Mark, and I yes. were in a an outing to benefit Cal's Angels, mm-hmm. a group that helps children with pediatric cancer. Right. And we played against some of the folks from other stations and we won yes it was out at misswood
0: i remember gian greco telling the story about that as well misswood's a great course it's a
1: great course yes andy andy mickelson out there the head pro great great yeah he helped me with my chipping by the way
0: so so what else um as far as golf goes do you want to like what else
1: you know what and this would be great for your listeners to Uh help me with my bucket list item mark yeah I want to play a golf course in every single state in the United really? States. My husband and I, whenever retirement settles in, and uh-huh. pl- I'm making no plans on that yes. anytime soon. I still have two kids to put through college. But that's kind of our bucket list item. Uh-huh. We want to play a golf course in every state. And how,
0: how many states have you played in so far? Uh,
1: maybe 10.
0: 10, okay. I'm um, trying to think how many I've played in. Probably four or five, maybe. I can't even think. I mean, uh, yeah,
1: maybe I, less than 10, maybe seven.
0: I thought you were going to say play around <laughs> in augusta but that uh,
1: well <laughs> that's not gonna happen Yeah.
0: okay you never know <laughs> they've changed a little bit they've changed a little bit there very
1: little yeah very little uh
0: so every state well that's not too difficult i mean you could it's just a matter of the logistics of going to every state exactly so you'd have to go to hawaii have you played i
1: have played in hawaii so have
0: i i played in honolulu and maui okay
1: so did i yes where did you
0: play in Honolulu? Uh, Honolulu, just uh, like we were, we were lucky enough that our my company sent me out for the Pro Bowl. Wow. So we just played. I don't know the Koalina course. Koalina
1: is the course. It I'm was with.
0: it was it was like a just a like a just a normal average course, like Got nothing it. special. Okay. I mean the the views were unbelievable. Yes. Um, but I played there, and then I played on my honeymoon. And when we were in Maui, I played the there was a course by the West in Maui. I played and I, I had a chance to play the plantation course, which is like 350. And yeah. it was like 30 minutes away. And I was like, boy, I just can't I I can't pay 350 to play golf because, you know, what if I play terrible? And <laughs> but like this course was great. I, I could I walked to this course because it was so close to my hotel.
1: And wait, you were on your honeymoon?
0: I was like, Oh, Beth was fine with it. She, okay. She, <laughs> she would go shopping or sit by the pool and I would I would go like in the afternoon when it was cheaper and could, you could finish like in two hours because no one was on the course because it was really hot But no, and I don't mind playing. And mm-hmm. I I love playing when it's really hot. Oh, me too. I love it.
1: Me too. Yeah,
0: like this weekend it's supposed to be 90 on Sunday. You would know more than me. Uh, I, yes, it
1: will be <laughs> this weekend. It's thanks, supposed, thanks for listening.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, I, do, I do watch. And it's, uh, so I think like uh, 90 on uh, Sunday. So yep. I'm like, I made it tea time. Hopefully I'll be able to play. So Good
1: for you. Yeah. yeah. So c- can I ask you a question? Yeah. I'm going to turn the tables uh-huh. here. Outside of Illinois, do you have a favorite course in
0: the country? Outside of Illinois. Okay. My favorite course in Illinois is a, a small course that's uh, up in the northern suburbs called Glencoe. Because I play there all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, outside of Illinois. That's a really good question. Because, I, again, I haven't played a ton of courses outside of Illinois. That's okay. Uh, yeah. It might um, give me
1: an idea for my bucket list. Yeah.
0: You know, um, let me think here, Trace. <laughs> um Let's see. <laughs> this wasn't supposed okay. to be stumped them. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll tell you. I haven't played it. Okay, okay. but I've I've walked it. Uh, Pebble Beach is unbelievable. Uh. I covered uh, the U.S. Open one. That was Tiger won by like fifteen or sixteen strokes, and it was Jack's final U.S. Open. Okay, and I walked every hole on that course. But then I was, I was with this guy, and we were going to walk like the six, seven, eight, or something like that. I think those are the famous holes, you know. And right, I said. We were, like, in 15. I said, hey, let's see who's here. It was on Friday. It was Jack and Tiger were in the same group. And I said, let's follow these guys in. He's like, "Nah." Eh. I'm like, this, this could be Jack's final, final U.S. Open. So, I mean, it's going to be Jack's final. It could be his final hole. So, I ran. I beat Tiger, you know, and Jack had a huge gallery. So, I ran all the way up to, like, 16 green. I was staying a hole ahead, basically, because you had, you had to stay ahead. Because, and I was on the 18th tee box on the other side. When Jack was there's a great picture of Jack leaning against the fence, and like his final hole, he's like, right. think, yeah, and he needed to birdie the 18th hole to make the cut, and he hit, he was on and two and three putted. Oh so he, my god! He gosh. missed it by one. But yeah, Pebble Beach is a great course for views. It's not a great course, course like it's it's like wow. a it's like a cow pasture. Some of the holes. Yurko's played. Ask Yurko about it. It's oh like, my god! Yeah, it's not. It's you know it's a really nice course. Which I also covered U.S. Open. paint store, beat Phil Mickelson as Pine. Pinehurst. Pinehurst. I knew that, you were going to say yes, that. Yes, that's a I great course. There. That's a lot of fun. I mean, I've I've been to, uh, you know, it's also really cool. Course is Valhalla. I was there when okay. when Tiger beat Bob May in the PGA uh, Championship. That that was great as well. So, I would say if if now I think Valhalla is a uh, it's not pri- it's a private course. Okay, but. Pinehurst is open, and so is Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is super expensive. I know. I don't know super if I going to pay ex- that yeah. kind of coin, especially yeah. if I'm
1: going to try one in every, right. every state. You know what? It, bringing up Tiger, mm-hmm. you know, the, the year he was here, and he won his yes. first year when it was out of Cog Hill, yes. the the infamous shot, him coming down, everybody behind him right. at 18.
0: Are you talking about when he won uh, the Western Open? The Western Open, okay. yep. Yeah.
1: That year, I had an exclusive interview with him prior to the start of that tournament how did you get that i was out there covering the opening and i just kept asking you know the uh pr folks right you know i really want to i really want to talk to this guy i said just tell him i'm not intimidating right i do weather i'm not gonna fire any crazy questions at him he came over I got to talk to him. How long? It was probably a good five minutes. Wow. Three to five minutes. It was great. That's great. Yeah. Were you nervous? I was, I was, I don't sweat. I'm going to tell you uh, when I was sweating. Right. <laughs> I was so nervous. He couldn't have been nicer.
0: You know, I found that uh, because I, you know, do a lot of so many bookings that for the most part, PGA golfers are, are good, are good guys. Like mm-hmm. are are good, good people to deal with, mm-hmm. you know? Um, There's some that you know that's not, not so great, of but like course. yeah, but that's true in any sport. But like, you know that, that that's a for them. Like it's it's a grind. Like you're going tournament to tournament, and you have to deal with fans every where you go. And you know what, you not be having a great day, and you still got to put on the smile after the round and sign for thirty or forty minutes, and you know then do all the media obligations if you're a good player. You know, so it's
1: such a mental game. Yes. And how you- keep that mental focus with all of those distractions around you i don't know how you do that right I mean, there have been times i'm on the golf course okay what am i making for dinner tonight right how do you keep those other right. thoughts out of your head i never have that thought but i <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like you know when i had i've had you know i've had you had hole in one right yes okay
1: july 11th 1995
0: wow so, so that was okay when you were just getting started. maybe? That was my
1: first year playing golf.
0: How long was the hole?
1: 111 yards with my driver.
0: Oh my god! I was
1: brand new. Wow! It was the ugliest worm burner shot. Okay, so it was seen. a worm burner. Oh, totally rolled up. Okay. Again.
0: Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> so I had two in three days.
1: Oh my gosh, that's right. I had
0: one in Deerfield with the late Czech Kopic. Oh. And like uh I thought it went in, and he's like, "Oh, Merk, you're over the green," and then. <laughs> I kind of looked up and I didn't see the ball and I jumped into his arms and he was kind of like, you know, how Chet is, he's just yes. onto the next shot already. He didn't really. And then I had the ball in the, we were, we were taking, we were in the same golf cart. I had the ball like in the little compartment in front. And all of a sudden I look on the back nine. And I'm like, Chet, the ball's gone. And he's like, oh, you always have the memory. And I'm like, no, no, turn around. We're going to find that ball. And it was on the tee box because he drives crazy. And, oh and the goodness. golf cart like almost tipped over and the ball came out. And then the second one was two <laughs> days later. At Sportsman's, they just dis- redid Sportsman's, but it was, they had this nine-hole course. It was the eighth hole, and we had just finished seventh hole. I didn't, I didn't have kids yet, and I called. I was supposed to bring home dinner, and I was, it took two hours to play seven holes. Oh. I called Beth, and I'm like, hey, should I just come home? And she's like, yeah, just wrap it up. And I'm like, fine. And then I'm playing with this guy named Rob Wozinski. and he's like, well, eight's on the way in. So I played eight, and it was like one of the best shots, most pure shots I've ever hit. It was just like as soon as I hit it, I'm like, wow. boy, that felt good. And it's like I read the green from the tee box. It just rolled. And the last wow. rest, revolution, revolution was right in the hole. I sprinted wow. to the hole screaming. I did it again. So did you join the, back probably 1995? I don't know. if they Did they have the National Hole-in-One Club? or Yeah. No? And I okay. have a
1: trophy and I have a little, you know, um, a little certificate. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so
0: do I. And then uh, sportsmen registered me on the PG, some PGA website or something like that. Or okay. some, so it's great. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. so sweet. very
0: cool. I mean, like, I've, have you ever come close since then or no?
1: No.
0: Oh, Tracy, I've come, like, so close, like, three or four different times.
1: But... I mean, like, close within, you know, three feet. Okay, that's maybe, close. Okay, that's close. all right. That's I, close. I mean, when you say close, I'm talking lip yeah, of the cup, you right, know? Yeah, right, right. You know, the one that thing, and I don't know about you, but where golf gets me now, I get impatient. I hate to hit and, hit and sit, yes. as, we, as we call yeah. it. My husband and I can play 18 yes. in less than three hours. Yes,
0: I'm with you. And what drives me nuts is I don't, I don't mind bad golfers because I am one. But I what, am too. What, what I hate is bad slow golfers. Yes. Like, get up to the ball and hit it, right? And, like, I'm not saying, like, run to the ball and hit it. But, like, you know, <laughs> take your practice swing, hit it. When you get on the green, take, you know, I'm not, look it over, whatever you have to do. But don't – and be if you're in the same cart, be smart, Okay. Don't like hit one shot, then drive all the drop them off there, and then like there's ways to make fast exactly. golf. Yeah,
1: and if you lose the ball, I'm sorry. Right. You if you're right. out there playing golf, yeah. you can afford an, you and got it, another well, golf well, well,
0: my, ball. My rule of thumb is if there's no one behind me, I'll look for like for two Fun. minutes. But if someone's behind me, I'll I'll give it a good glance, look right. around.
1: Same here. And
0: like if for instance, if I hit it and I know it's in play and I just can't find it. I'll drop where I think it is. I'm not going to give myself a penalty Absolutely. stroke. But if I know it's out of balance, I'll give myself a penalty stroke and just sure. keep going. So, but, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, and each year, again, I, it gets me more and more, like, patience. I just, I like, you know, me I'm like, too. come on, man. Just speed it up. Let's go. And then you hate calling the Ranger because they don't really do anything.
1: You know? <laughs> I know. I don't want to be a tail, yeah, tail right. And I don't want to put them in that position. Right,
0: right. Well, this has been awesome.
1: Oh, Mark, Yeah, I
0: appreciate you, you, you uh, coming up right? Yeah, coming up to do That's this. That's
1: right, because yeah. I'm on the ground level. Yes,
0: ground level. Yes. Uh, this has been great. Thanks for doing it, Trace.
1: Thanks, buddy. Anytime.
0: Okay, we'll talk to you next time on The you Golf bet. Club. You